This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. This morning, I'm, I'm shooting from the hip there because Todd's giving me sign language I don't quite understand here. Hey, but um, we are, we've been in the last several weeks, we've been in a series called The Ten Markers of a Healthy Missional Church. And one of my hopes and my prayers as we've gone through this is that we don't think that this is just something that's kind of a cool idea that we think about a little bit and then move on. But it's something as a church that we stake ourselves to or that we lean into or whatever verb you want to use. But we want to make this a part of our DNA, the thing that that we evaluate how we're doing even as a church and so this morning we have the opportunity to review each of the ten missional markers. And as part of that, we have people who are going to read some of the key scriptures that are uh, being used for those markers. And you'll hear a little bit about uh, even, the, um, I think they're going to introduce where they've been serving on our vitality team and some of the sub-teams of our vitality team as we're in a pathway to become a healthy and missional church. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, it's about our conversations. It's not a program. It's a process. It's a pathway. And along the way, we want to gather as many people as we can. Because God wants to use us. He wants to work through us, not just the leadership okay, of the church. He wants to use us. He's empowered us. He's poured out His Spirit in us. And so we're going to begin with... Uh, oh, I know what I forgot now. <laughs> Anyway, there's my long introduction that Todd was going to do. I just did it for you. just saved you some time. Okay. For those of you that uh, may not have been here through our, uh, our series, um, some of our young people got together and used their creativity uh, to create a, a video that introduced each week's theme. And so these were the outtakes. So we're on a vitality pathway, but we're having fun while we're doing it and we so much appreciate that expression of creativity and what those videos each week uh, how they added uh, to helping us learn and understand about each of the ten healthy missional markers um, Lori and I were on vacation and we had the opportunity to go to Gettysburg how many of you have ever been there? yeah I mean that is just a special Place And when you stand there and you think about all the things that transpired and, and how important they were, and, and they're each through the battlefield, there are different things that happen at different times, but when you add them up, up cumulatively, uh, they really change the course uh, of our nation. And it's a very significant place. If you ever have the opportunity to go there, I would encourage you to do that. But we were at one site... Uh, uh, called uh, Little Round Top. And, uh, you know, Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain there and his group, uh, they, they held the far flank and, and they were almost overrun by Confederate troops and it was a, a fierce battle and yet they held and they were able to hold the high ground and that was a significant um, event in that battle. And so we're sitting there and we're standing there and we're walking around and we're looking and, and we're we're just uh, just amazed and looking at the terrain and all those things. And all of a sudden we hear this, this voice 
probably a, a, a boy, maybe 10 or 11 years old. And uh, he'd been on the battlefield a little bit too long, I think. And he was a little battle-weary from touring the site. And I'll never forget, he says, Rocks! Rocks! Referring to the boulders up there. Rocks! Rocks! All there are are rocks! What do rocks have to do with anything? I went, What do rocks have to do with anything? I want to say, Don't you realize what happened here? And uh, of course, I'm sure that with his parents' counsel, he came to that realization. Uh, uh, but you know what? I, as we today stop at the end of our series uh, on the 10 markers of a healthy missional church, um, I hope you understand the significance of this moment in the life of our church. Uh, when back in May we began with a Veritas a workshop and we decided that we wanted to start the congregation vitality pathway that we as a congregation made a commitment to becoming a healthy missional church. Healthy meaning pursuing Christ. Missional means pursuing Christ's priorities in the world. And that we've made that commitment. And and how are we going to know that we're doing that? Well, that's where the 10 markers of a healthy missional church come in. You have these uh, in your worship guide this morning. Why don't you just remove them and uh, just hold on to that. Uh, We're going to be looking at these this morning, but as a congregation, we're going to be coming back to these over and over again. And we're going to be measuring as a church uh, how healthy we are, how missional we are, uh, by how we're doing with each of these 10 markers. So this is a significant moment. And my prayer and my hope is a generation from now, uh, when this church uh, is filled with people who weren't a part of this pathway initially, they will look back at us. They'll look back at you. And they'll say, something significant happened here back then that made our church what it is today. It's the same way when I walk up the stairs and go to my office every day. I stop and I I look at the, the charter members of the church and that document that hangs on the wall with each of their signatures. Some of you are still here. And I say, Lord, I thank you for these people. I thank you for the vision you gave them. I thank you for their heart for Jesus and how we are what we are today as a church because of their commitment, because of their sacrifice, because they laid a firm foundation upon which this church has grown. And you know what? They have passed the mantle to us. Someday, God willing, in answer to our prayers, people are going to do the same thing. They're going to walk in and they're going to see the 10 markers and they're going to say, Lord, thank you for that congregation back in 2014 that made a commitment for laying a foundation for what our church is today. So we can see the significance of this. And hopefully there'll never be a fifth or sixth grade boy in the welcome area of the church saying, missional markers, missional markers, what do missional markers have to do with anything? Hopefully 
they'll all know. They'll all know. So this morning, we're going to have members of our vitality team. That was the, the group that came together to assess initially how we're doing in this area uh, and is going to make recommendations moving forward to how we can do a better job of uh, embracing these markers in the life of our church. And we're going to have members, various members from the vitality team and the subcommittees come up and they're going to read uh, each of the markers. Uh, and then they're going to read a scripture that pertains to them. When they're done, I'm going to read uh, something about each marker, and then we're going to pray together for that marker, and then so on and so forth, okay? So let's, let's do that. We're going to start this morning with the centrality of the Word of God. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Ed Carlson, and I serve on the prayer team. The first marker is the centrality of the Word of God. The verse is 2 Timothy 3.16. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful in teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Mm. We believe that the Bible is the only perfect rule for faith, doctrine, and conduct. Our preaching and teaching in all settings reflects careful preparation, relevance, and creativity. Our people, our congregation, are equipped and growing in their ability to study and apply biblical truth in ways that lead to a scripturally integrated life. Let's pray. Father, your word is truth. We pray, Lord, that your word would be central in every aspect of what we do here at Community Covenant that we would grow and be equipped in our ability to study and apply biblical truths and that we might integrate Scripture uh, into our lives. Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, I'm Sarah Pace. I serve on both the internal and the external assessment committees as kind of the bridge member between the two. Um, The second marker is a life-transforming walk with Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in, new, is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, and the new is here. Amen. Amen. Our desire is to teach our congregation how to be attentive to Christ in all circumstances, that our congregation would understand the radical nature of the message and mission of Jesus that continually deconstructs and reconstructs a person's life. Our desire is that our congregation is equipped and growing in their ability to use a variety of spiritual growth resources, experiences, and settings that we would live out of the new life that Jesus Christ has given us, that through the power of his Holy Spirit that lives in us, that we might live transformed lives and that those lives would honor and glorify our King Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you don't modify behavior. You transform lives. And Father, we ask that by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in each of us who are Jesus' followers, we might live a vital, transformed life. Lord, that our lives might reflect the reality that Jesus Christ is alive, 
that he's risen and that he offers new life to all who by faith come to him for forgiveness of sin. Father, thank you for transforming each of our lives. Thank you for the ongoing work of your Holy Spirit. And may that transformation uh, reflect corporately as we, as a church, a community covenant, move out into our world in Jesus' name. Amen. I am Carla Iceberg, and I'm part of the history team. And our next marker is intentional evangelism. The scripture is Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You know, intentional evangelism is a, a part of being missional. It's pursuing Christ's priorities in the world. And, and you know what the great part of that is? Is that we get to see and look for where God is at work, as Henry Blackaby reminds us in his, his great book, Experiencing God. We look to see where God is at work, and then we join him in that work that, that we get to declare to all people in all places the rule and reign of God through his son, Jesus Christ. That all of us have a part in being what? Salt and light in the world. That wherever we are, whether it's at work or at school, on the playground, at a service organization, on the soccer field, wherever God calls us, we are all in full-time ministry and represent Christ in the world. Let's pray. Father, we would ask that you would give us a burden for those who don't know Jesus yet, that through your Holy Spirit we would be alert and ready for opportunities to to live and to share the reality of who Jesus Christ is. And Father, as a result of, of our lives being lived out in the world, that there would be many drawn to your Son. Father, would you give us your power to live boldly for Christ in the world. And, and we ask that the Holy Spirit would prompt us to know when we have those, those God-ordained appointments, those connections with people in which we can share um, about the hope that lies within each of our hearts. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Janet Runyon, and um, I'm part of the Vitality Prayer Team. And the fourth marker is transforming communities through compassion, mercy, and justice. Malachi 6, eight. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Yeah. What great words uh, from the prophet Micah. And that we as a congregation would be burdened for what burdens God in our world. We're burdened for hurting people in our community and beyond. 
We have an identifiable pathway for compassion, mercy, and justice ministries to take place. Our desire is that our congregation is equipped and growing in their ability to see and address the hurts and causes of hurt in our community and beyond. And uh, as we move forward and as we commit ourselves to living into what, what Micah exhorts us to do, that we might be a church where uh, we express compassion, mercy, and justice, that in doing so, what? We are giving a tangible, a tangible expression of God's kingdom, His kingdom in our world. Let's pray. Father, we want our hearts to break for those things that break your heart. And Lord, that we as a congregation, we as individuals, might have a passion uh, to be compassionate, to express mercy, and to pursue justice uh, in our community and beyond. Father, would you help us to be sensitive to opportunities to express each of those things? And that would you allow us in a powerful way to visibly manifest and express this aspect of your kingdom. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. I'm Joyce Guest, and I was a part of the Relational Covenants team, and I have marker number five, Global Perspective and Engagement. This comes from Acts 1, verse 8. But you will receive power... When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witness in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Mm. That is wonderful. And it's so exciting to be a part of a, a faith community that, that mobilizes and goes out into the community, out into other parts of Alaska, and out into the world. In fact, later on this month, uh, we have a team going to Africa. And we are so excited about that. We want to continue um, to be a church that is a sending church, uh, moving people out into the world for Jesus. And uh, we want to raise the sights of our congregation uh, beyond our church and community by developing a biblical worldview and uh, by praying uh, for the world and referencing global matters. We want to have identifiable pathways to support the cause of Christ globally. Our desire is that our congregation be equipped and growing in our ability to participate in global dimensions of the gospel ministry. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have given us a burden not only for our community, but for what you're doing in the world. And thank you that we are a part uh, of a wonderful church and a denomination, the Evangelical Covenant denomination, uh, that has a global perspective and encourages its churches uh, to maintain that as well. And so, Father, we ask that whether we're going to Africa, uh, to Mexico, uh, to Elam, Alaska, or we're going just across the street somewhere here in Eagle River, Lord, that you would always help us to maintain a perspective that is external, that goes beyond ourselves. And Lord, as you do that, we pray that you would raise up people and resources that we might be ascending church and a part of your gospel work in the world. Amen.
Good morning. My name is Lori McCaro, and I work on the communications vitality team. The sixth marker is compelling Christian community. The scripture is John seventeen twenty through 23. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them, you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. We understand that our love for one another is a powerful testimony to the deity of Jesus Christ. In fact, what did Jesus say? That all men will know that we as disciples by what? Our love for one another. Isn't that good news that we get to love one another? That's great, isn't it? And that um, we love each other as we are, uh, not as we should be, and we share life together uh, beyond the worship service and so that we have a compelling Community that is anchored in Christ's love and a unity that comes through the Holy Spirit. And just like that early church we read about in, in Acts chapter 2 and following, that the love that the early church and those first followers of Jesus, that the love they had for each other and the unity that, that, that they displayed was so powerful, it was a magnet that it drew people uh, to the gospel and to the Lord Jesus. And we want to be that kind of a church that our community would be compelling and that it would compel people to move into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we do ask that uh, all Eagle River, Alaska, and beyond uh, would know that we are your followers because of the powerful love that we have for one another here at Community Covenant. Father, that that love would be expressed in a multitude of ways. And, and Lord, that through your Holy Spirit, there might be a unity here, a powerful unity, again, that witnesses to the deity of Christ Jesus. Would you, Father, help us to share life together, not only on Sunday morning, but during the week, in the community, in the various expressions of Christian faith, that you have called us to live into. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, my name is Jana Nod, and I was part of I'm am part of the prayer team. The seventh uh, one is heartfelt worship, found in John four twenty three. Yet a time is coming and has come now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. Mm. Yeah, we exalt and celebrate God for who He is, for what He has done, for what He is doing, and what He will do. And that's especially relevant, isn't it? As we walk on the congregational vitality pathway, that we thank Him for what He's done here at Community Covenant. Um, for those who have come before us and for what he's doing now, but for what he's yet to do. And uh, we are excited. We celebrate, right, the past, but 
we look forward to the future that God has for us uh, as a church. We want our worship to reflect careful preparation to help give voice to many dimensions of response to God, such as adoration, praise, contrition, lament, and commitment. That people would leave worship knowing something more about the heart of God and about our own hearts. Let's pray. Father, we are reminded that everything that has breath should give you praise. Lord, we want to thank you for all that you've done in the life of this church, all that you're presently doing, and Father, for what you're going to do in the future. And we rejoice that we get to be a part of that. Father, may our worship be heartfelt. Lord, may you be blessed through our adoration, through our praise. Father, we ask that everything we do, whether it be here on Sunday morning in prayer or through song or in our workplace, in our school, may our lives be an act of worship that glorifies you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. My name is Marcy Vistadu, and I am serving with the external assessment team. The eighth missional marker is sacrificial and generous living and giving. The scripture is from Romans 8, 1 and 2, and 4 through 6. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Mm. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Mm. What a wonderful verse that uh, Paul writes in Romans 12. And, and we're reminded what that we want to live lives not of scarcity with fists closed, but lives of abundance with our hands open. Because God can fill open hands, can't he? And we want our lives to reflect uh, the gratitude that we have for Jesus, that, that all that we have belongs to him, and that we give out of that which he has given to us. And when we do that, we honor and we glorify him, and that our lives, our time, our treasure, and our talent, what would build up his body was such an important thing. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have called us to live sacrificially and generous lives. Lord, that in our living and giving, that you would be honored and glorified, whether it be our time, our treasure, or our talent, that we would be wise stewards of all that you have given us, and that you would be the priority in our lives and in the lives of our church. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So my name is Tyler Shaw. I've been uh, had the opportunity to serve as the pastor liaison to the Vitality team, and also I served on the uh, Relational Covenant team. The ninth missional marker is a culture of godly leadership. 
And we read from Hebrews 13:7. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. You know what? We we should celebrate the culture of godly leadership that we have in this church that was established uh, by people like uh, Hank and Lil and Ralph and Gert and others of you that are here, uh, Pastor Mark and the staff in those early days that what? They laid the foundation. They established a, a culture here of godly leadership and, and we want to continue in that at all levels of our church that our leaders at all levels serve with character, competence, and conviction. That a spirit of collegiality would pervade with our congregation trusting our leaders and our leaders trusting the congregation. That we want to continually identify and train godly leaders for all dimensions of our ministry. That we are committed to raising up the body of Christ here at Community Covenant so that you can live into the ministry that God has called each of you to. Let's pray. Father, uh, we thank you for a culture of godly leadership. And Lord, our desire is to build on the foundation that has been laid by those leaders who are a vital part of establishing this church. And Father, as we lead, Lord, that that, that leadership might reflect the life that we share together in Christ in which there would be mutual esteem and encouragement. Father, that at all times we would be a church that is committed to building up people, that they may live out of the fullness of who God has created them to be. Father, we pray and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. I'm Debbie Bogart, and I have just the honor It's really an honor to be the facilitator of this process and to be blessed by all the people who are working on this and how God is touching us all. I'm going to read the 10th marker this morning, which is about compelling, excuse me, fruitful organizational structures. It's found in Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Thank you, Debbie. Father, we, we pray that the organization and the structure of this church would be one that would empower people to lead and to serve to follow Jesus, and as we've already mentioned, to to be all that you have called them to be. Lord, we thank you for these 10 markers of a healthy missional church. And this morning, as we complete our sermon series, uh, we pray that the work uh, of living into each of these markers would be continuous and ongoing. Lord, that uh, it would never stop because we know that this is um, what you desire from us uh, as a church. And so, as a congregation, uh, we commit ourselves to being healthy, pursuing Christ, and missional, pursuing Christ's priorities in the world. And Lord, may these markers ever be a reminder of what you've called us to 
and that how we live into the reality of being a healthy missional church. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.